this episode is rated E for eventually, because you will eventually get to the top of the hill. Welcome to this week's episode of the E3M Gaming Podcast, where we talk about the past, present, and the future of video games. Each week, we like to bring to you new things that, that we're interested in the, in the gaming news and, and what we're currently playing. And uh, this week, we're excited to talk about something that has affected both Chad and myself and actually brought us together a little over a year and a half ago. And so uh, before we get started on that, though, Chad, how are you doing tonight? Man, uh, Seth, I'm doing great, dude. I'm doing it. I'm having a good week getting ready for Christmas, you know. Um, right. uh, I haven't been gaming that much just because um, I don't have my computer still. I had to resend my graphics card back off after I got it. I know last episode I shared that I got it back. Well, they didn't fix it properly, so I had to resend it off again. So I'm, right. you know, just still on the Xbox, which isn't as fun. Um, but, you know, I've been playing playing Caldera or Pacific Warzone, um, Halo and Fortnite still. So that's been good. But bigger news and what i've been more excited about that's actually taken a lot of my gaming time away from me is spider-man no way home came out and i've seen it twice since it's been released already i loved it so uh right. that's taken up a good you know four to six hours of my gaming time over the weekend <laughs> right you know uh my last week has been incredibly busy just you know after the power outage i had a lot to catch up on around the house and such and uh, just trying to get ready for yeah. Christmas and and it hasn't really and left was, much I saw time you for doing gaming. The fundraiser for the for the uh, for native victims with your ornaments you were making. Right. So we've been we've been busy making making ornaments. I think we've made probably close to four hundred ornaments at this point uh, to raise cow. money for the tornado victims. And um, so it's been a really busy week. So we haven't had to we haven't been able to game much. Um, but I did get a chance to go see Spider Man. A buddy of mine. Um, messaged me and said he accidentally bought more than one set of tickets because he refreshed his browser while purchasing tickets. And so I bought the a spare set off of him and I uh, got to, got a chance to go see it. And nice. Man, it was phenomenal. How you are so quickly to, to boldly claim that it's number one in the MCU uh, is beside me, but uh, it is a phenomenal movie. Listen, listen, I've seen it. I, we can, we can, you know, we can turn this into a Marvel Marvel review real quick and not talk about video games for a little while, but we won't. Um, I've seen it twice already and I am standing with my, with my, with my stance that in my opinion, this is just me, Chad Duncan. Um, I personally think Spider-Man No Way Home is my number one favorite Marvel MCU style movie. I know right. Sony and MCU is a little weirdly mixed, but yeah, this is uh, the other two Spider-Man movies were good. Um, this will be a Spider-Man movie that I will watch over and over again. Um, I think Tom Harlan is the best Spider-Man that we've had. He, he takes the, the adult depth and, um, struggles that Tobey Maguire shows in his movies and the comical fun youngster stuff that Andrew Garfield shows in his movies and mixes them both pretty well. Um, in my opinion, I think Tom's the best. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie this movie hit everything out of the park that I expected it to. And I honestly, there's only one thing that I, that I, and I'm not, I can't say it because I, it's, I'm not going to spoil anything. There's only one thing in there, which I'll, I'll, I'll text you when we're done the podcast. There's only one thing that I think the movie could have done differently, but it would have changed a lot of things and it would have been easy. But, um, 
right? Other than that, yeah, it, well, there's nothing in the movie that I think was uh, was not necessary or in there for fluff. It was it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I'll agree. It was it was definitely not fluffed. Um, but uh, I'll also agree with all of your points, especially the one that the whole Sony mixing in with the MCU makes stuff a little wonky. Uh, to me, that was the one issue with the Spider-Man trilogy that we've gotten was Tom Holland has done a great job of Spider-Man. I've loved his portrayal of Spider-Man. But uh, because it's still being partially controlled by Sony, it has a different feel than any of the other MCU movies. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but it just it doesn't feel like it totally fits like I would expect it to. But since yeah. uh, since our Sony fanboy's not here, I'm going to go ahead and rip on Sony a little <laughs> bit for that. So, uh, I, and I get that. And, but, and obviously I think that Sony did a great job with the Tobey Maguire, uh, Spider-Man movies, Sam Raimi and all that kind of stuff. Side note, a lot of people don't know this, but the new Dr. Strange movie that's coming out, um, next year, Sam Raimi is directing that. So I don't even really? know if I'm saying, saying his name, right. Raimi, Raimi, whatever. Um, so the guy that did Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man trilogy is come back to the to the MCU and he's doing the new Doctor Strange movie, which is like a horror supposedly movie in some kind of ways. That's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Which, you know, the thing about the Doctor Strange is coming out is WandaVision has perfectly set up for that Doctor Strange or that to tend toward a little more of the dark side. And so I'm looking forward to seeing that in the MCU. But uh yeah, you know the, speaking the only reason I mention it is because you know Doctor Strange is in the new Spider-Man movie, which everyone knows from the trailer. It's not a spoiler. And, right. um, you know, the original Spider-Man director is now directing his new movie. So I thought that was pretty cool. Right. So jumping off of the Marvel train and uh, <laughs> back to your, back to your PC gaming, uh, you know, I was relieved to see today that when we went by Walmart, that there was probably at least seven to nine Xbox series S's sitting in the, in the uh, lockup. Oh, know, wow. That's nice. the second time that I've seen Xbox Series S is out in the wild. And uh, so hopefully that is going to be a trend that will continue. Now, unfortunately, I still haven't seen a Series X. If I if I had seen one, I probably would have picked it up. But so uh, I haven't I haven't seen a Series X. I haven't seen a S. And I, well, I live in a small town. I don't know how big your your town is that your Walmart is uh, for well, where you are. Well, there's uh, one. So. Oh, so never mind. I, I'm in a bigger area than you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, I check my bet. I check BestBuy.com regularly, and the Series S's have always, like, for the last month, have been in stock. And I have the money set aside that if an X comes available, I'm going to buy it. Um, whether right. I keep it or not, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> uh, so I, I took advantage I'm not of the. It, but I just I have a few people that like want one, you know. So it's kind of like I have the money set aside that I was I want one for myself, but I got some friends that want one as well. So if I grab one. I'll either you know sell to them for the same price I paid or or keep it for myself, but I've not been able to find one. Yeah, I took advantage of the uh, Xbox Live to Game Pass conversion that they had a couple of years ago and added two years of Xbox Live before making the conversion to where all those must switch to Game Pass. So once yeah. that runs up middle of the summer, um, I'm probably going to switch to Xbox All Access to pick up a Series X because, I mean, honestly, that's a pretty stinking good deal uh, to to pay that monthly fee to get Game Pass, Xbox Live, and your uh, newest console all wrapped into one yeah. deal. And um, I know uh, the Game Pass now because my Game Pass has the cloud gaming. I have the I don't know if it's out for everybody yet, 
but I've been, I had the beta version of the cloud gaming when they first started it. And there's a few games that I can stream off the cloud. Now we'll talk about my Xbox situation a little bit later when we talk about our, our main topic for the evening, but I have like OG day one Xbox one. Like I waited in line for 13 hours for this bad boy. And that's how old my Xbox is. Oh, so yeah. And you know, trying to play these modern games on it, it, it's tough. That definitely um, explains some of the issues you've, you described. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Like I've, I've told my wife, I was like the, the, the length of time that I've been out of a, out of my computer because of the GPU being done and, you know, not gaining the income. It's not, I don't make a lot of money on streaming, but it's a little side hustle, you know, not making that money. Um, I was like, I could have just bought an, a series S, you know, when it was available and at least been able to stream decently. Cause like me streaming and playing a game at the same time on this Xbox is a horrible experience. So for the viewer, cause it just, it's, you know, it's day one Xbox one trying to stream and upload and play a game at the same time is just not, not, not working. So I was like, I could have probably made that money back over these last almost two months that I, now I won't have a uh, computer, but um, yeah, I, we'll talk more about the issues I've had <laughs> in, in our topic, <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to get one. And I, I keep telling my wife that I'm going to get one. I just, I don't want to pull the trigger. Like I want to get it. I want to get it. If I buy a series S I'm only going to solely buy it for myself because now they're in stock regularly. You know, and I'm, I don't believe in scalping. I would never sell it for more than what it's worth anyways. Even if I could, I, I just wouldn't because I feel that's wrong. I've said that before. So, like, if I bought that, there's no way that she'd let me buy an X whenever it came available. You know, I got to hold out. <laughs> ah, the Series S is the Fortnite box for your son. It's all right. <laughs> no, he plays on the Switch, man. Uh, we got we to get him. And elevated. that's another console you can't get now at Christmas time. You can't get a yeah. Switch anywhere either. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's crazy. Uh how how it's going but i mean like i said it's it's good to see it headed back that way but you know i'm kind of the same way as you it's like i would love to buy a series s and i could come up with some reasons to buy it but i never even play my one x anymore so it, it doesn't make a lot of sense but and, and that's the same that's the same thing for me like the only reason i'm playing my xbox is because my pc is down i had i never played my xbox the entire year and a half that i had my computer right you know, and that's what we've discussed before is if you have a PC, an Xbox doesn't make as much sense as a PlayStation does because of the exclusives. You know, almost all the Xbox exclusives are also on PC, but not necessarily PlayStation. So, yeah, uh, but that that will bring us on into our, our topic for tonight. And that is our first impressions of Warzone Pacific. Uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for very long at all, you know that Chad and myself are avid Warzone players. Uh, probably the first game we ever played and probably most of what we've played together has been Warzone. Uh, yep. And we've spent thousands of hours in Verdansk. I'm just going to be blunt with it. I mean, that sounds oh, yeah. that sounds hard to believe, but that's exactly what it's been. And so we loved Verdansk. Verdansk 84 got to be a little rough, but now we have entered a new era. We've entered the era of Warzone Pacific, Warzone Caldera. And... We are we are headed into the Pacific to check out this island. So, as uh, as you can tell, it sounds like you have played this game a little bit on both on both Xbox and PC. So, uh, before we get much into the map, kind of tell us about the difference in the experience for you for the console versus the uh, PC. Um. Yeah. So, I got my 
I got my graphics card back whenever we did our last episode and I got it installed and I was playing Caldera on there. And um, frankly, uh, the graphics card was still bad. So the experience was not good for me because I was playing in games and only getting 30 frames a second, which is less than in my Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, to be 100% honest, I think the experience was the same for me on both console and PC. And I've watched enough Caldera with people that I know that are on PC. And, um, you know, it, it looks great. It, graphically, it's a beautiful map. It's very bright. Um, I think that, I think they did a decent job in making the map. Um, they, there, there's some like landscaping and things like that, that I think is a little weird. I honestly, though, playing the map, like, I didn't, like I said, I, I didn't really notice a difference between the two because of the graphics problems I was, I was having, but, um, I did not experience any glitches or anything like that on my PC. Like some people were, um, I know there was a lot of people that haven't, like, I guess there's a current glitch right now. You can't slide cancel. Um, if you slide oh, cancel really? and you touch, yeah. So it's weird. If you slide cancel, which people do all the time to help them move quicker across the map. If you slide cancel in water, you know how there's like the rivers and stuff. If you slide cancel in water, some people have been having a glitch where they can't slide cancel anymore. And um, they have to get a new loadout to be able to free it up. And or there's some other weird thing where if you crouch in the water and walk while crouching in the water for a couple seconds, it might clear it up as well. So it's a really weird glitch. And it doesn't happen to everybody. It happened to Zlander today when I was watching him play. Um, and he couldn't get it fixed until the next game and and that it just was fixed for him. Um, but yeah, so I haven't, I didn't experience any glitches on my computer. I wish I, I only put probably two or three hours in Caldera on my PC. So everything's been on, on the Xbox and you, like I said, I had the OG Xbox. There's not, the graphics aren't as great as it could be on my computer, but I've enjoyed it in the sense of what it looks like and the map and things like that. Right. You know, and that's the thing that I've been impressed by ever since NVIDIA updated their drivers and and started doing the stuff for Warzone. Uh, You know, I'm sitting at a solid 160 frames a second, still running ultra settings on my ultra wide in Vanguard or in uh, Warzone. And so this this map is beautiful. And fortunately for me on PC, I haven't seen too many graphics, but I have had a few uh, friends who have mentioned their guns glitching kind of like it used to glitch whenever you'd pick up uh, a weapon and it looked like rock candy. Yeah. Like a mine see. gun. Yeah. Right. That, I, I had that happen on my Xbox. Um, day one. It happened. It only happened on the STG. That's the only gun that did it for me on. So as long as I didn't pick up an STG, I was fine. Right. So personally, I haven't seen too many glitches yet. Uh and like I said, the game has seemed to to run pretty smoothly on my on my PC. Um, but again, you know, things are only go well for so long in this game. So I'm sure we can expect some glitches here and there. But uh, fortunately, fortunately, it looks great, and and the frames per second are running very smoothly on my end. So hopefully, yeah, I mean, uh, that, that will continue. Everyone that I've watched, it looks smooth and and it's running great. Um, speaking of continuing on the glitch part, we'll just I'll finish off that this section uh the only other glitch that i've experienced besides the gun glitch is when the new christmas map came out um 
and they uh, they did the Christmas update with Krampus being in the, in the game. And if you I don't know if you did certain things in the map, Krampus would hunt you down because you're like a most wanted to him, so to speak. Um, whenever that game mode came out, the Christmas update, no matter which game mode I played, whether it was the Vanguard Royale or the regular Royale, battle Royale, where you can use the the modern warfare guns or the Cold War guns, um, anytime. I was in a game and this happened for two days straight. It doesn't happen anymore. It happened for two days straight when the game first launched or when the update first came out every single time the loadout dropped. So, you know, you run through your first circle, you get the loadout, the second circle um, on this new map. So the loadout's a little different for those of you that haven't played yet in the first in Warzone, uh, the loadout would drop after the first circle ended. And when the start of the second circle, this one doesn't drop until the, the second circle has ended. And that's when you get it. Um, but any every time the loadout dropped, I got glitched out of the game. Like I oh, disconnected. Really? Yep. <clears throat> For two days straight, I, I I tried. I think it was nine matches, and it happened. And then they pushed an update in, and then didn't, it hasn't happened since. So I was getting disconnect server disconnects from on my Xbox from uh, whenever every time the loadout dropped. So the game when the when that came out was unplayable for me for a couple of days. You know, that reminds me, too, there was one time where I got into one of the uh, anti-aircraft guns that's on the edge of the map. And oh, yeah. after I got into it, it said uh, kicked for player inactivity. And I was literally turning in the anti-aircraft gun and it kicked me out of the game. So uh, I your body seen... like your feet weren't moving, though. Right. You, you, so, you camped for that a little too long, buddy. <laughs> well, I was in it for maybe five to ten seconds before it kicked me. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, Kakatashi was in it for a lot longer than that, and I finally was able to get in it because they're kind of hard to get in. You kind of have to jump and enter at the right time uh, yeah. to actually get into them. And uh, it was almost like I glitched off to a wrong part of the map or something, and it kicked me. So oh, weird. I have seen several people getting kicked kind of like that uh, in this game, and so hopefully that's, like you said, hopefully they've rolled out a fix for that, and hopefully we're, uh, we won't have that happen anymore. But yeah, uh, well, speaking, speaking of the anti-aircraft guns, though, they are like that's a that's a new thing that's on the map. So Warzone didn't have anything like this. There's airplanes in this map where you can fly airplanes and have dog fights and spot people on the ground, shoot people on the ground. The anti-aircraft guns are really cool. You actually, though, with those, you can shoot people with them, too. And I actually made a clip because I got into one over on the was it the, by the substation or was it by the beach? It might have been by the beach. I got into one and someone parachuted in and they went into like a little sniper tower thing. And like, uh, if you think of the old, um, you know, on Warzone, if you think of like the, the fire stations that had the tall tower in it, um, he went into something like that. And I was in an anti-aircraft gun and I was able to kill that dude through the wall. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I never saw the dude cause he never peeked the window. He was just laying down up there cause he grabbed the most wanted and I was able to kill him through the wall. That's the anti-aircraft gun. It was awesome. But uh, speaking of Kakatashi, he's actually going to join us uh, to talk about the gameplay in Caldera. So, uh, oh, nice, awesome. Gonna gonna welcome Kakatashi now. I know that he's gotten several hours in, much as Chad has, uh, into this new map and in a, in a Vanguard itself as well. Uh, you know, we've been talking about the glitches here with Chad. Before we get into the gameplay, I know that uh, Nate has had a special glitch going on. Um, had had a few uh, issues, much like Chad, with 
playing with the OG Xbox. But uh, Nate, why don't you tell us about your special glitch? <laughs> well, my the special glitch I, I was having was the fact that my controller would disconnect. And not just disconnect, but it disconnect in a way where it froze the control of my game. Um, like, I, it, my game was still going. However, my screen was kind of like had that uh, it was kind of gray out and it had a box in there that said, please, your game requires a controller to play. Please reconnect your controller. I'm like, yeah. so B, my controller is connected. What's going on? And I, the only way to, my, the workaround I had at the time was to back all the way out of the game, close it down, um, restart it, and then jump and, and then wait for, you know, the, you know, wait for for the guys to be done with their match and then jump back in with them afterwards, get that invite. And then that's where my controller just wouldn't do anything. So I ended up switching to a keyboard. I had a wireless keyboard and mouse I applied through that. However, with I have game in in a duos match with one of the guys. I, I, I'm still not sure how it happened, but we ended up getting a win with me just trying to figure out what buttons did what uh, for the keyboard, you know, how to melee, how to do this, what buttons. <laughs> I ended up getting two kills. I don't know how, but we got the, the, the last two kills of the game and we ended up winning the match so in, a, in a duos. So it was like, oh my gosh, really? How, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> see, it, see, it warms my heart in my absence over the last couple of weeks that uh, mouse and keyboard has not gone forgotten and that somebody has uh, been keeping the winds going with the mouse and keyboard. Man, I've been dust, using uh, the controller. The dust off. <laughs> yeah, I've been using the controller because I've been on the Xbox. And honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I might go back to controller when I get my computer back. I don't know. Right. That aim assist is wonderful, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's nice, dude. <laughs> it makes such a big difference in the game. Yeah, it uh, does. It really does. I just, I can't even do a controller anymore. I just, like, even story games, I'm struggling to go back and play controller now. It was, just, it was like, for me, it was like trying to do things left-handed. It, it was like, okay, how do I ADS and move? And, okay, how am I sprinting? What do I need to do? Right. And someone's like, oh, use this <laughs> button to do this. I'm like, I don't have that button on my mouse. Like, it's only two buttons three right. if you count the uh the wheel see my jokes would have actually made sense to you now whenever y'all ask me what <laughs> button is something so uh <laughs> but uh moving up moving on from our glitches and our our mishaps over the last couple of weeks um let's let's actually talk about caldera itself uh so map is very different uh you know kind of like rebirth we have an island where you know we're, we're surrounded by water so you have a very clear area that you're that you're in um, but that's about the only thing that's clear about Caldera, in my opinion. Uh, you know, a lot <laughs> of people loved using snipers in Warzone. I, I was one of them. Uh, I don't think yeah, you can do same. that in Caldera. Caldera has so much foliage and so much cover that uh, it's a camper's paradise, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know the other day I saw oh, a yeah. reel from Stone Mountain where uh, he threw a stun into a bush and he stunned somebody, so then he he worked around him, and he still couldn't find them. So he threw another stun, and they were definitely there. But he had to just start shooting amongst the bush. And when he downed somebody, there was somebody else in that bush too that downed him. I mean, they're in the trees, man. Absolutely. And also, in my opinion, Caldera is also 
the worst experience for being third-partied. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's terrible. For this to be such a huge map with only 150 people, I have never been in a in a fight that I've not gotten third-partied. Yeah. In fact, Other than maybe the last argument. Yeah, people just camp until they get their loadouts. Now, no one's fighting ahead of time, it seems like. And then everyone's mad rushing the loadouts when they drop um, that you're fighting then to get your loadout if you even get it. There's a couple games that I played that we weren't even able to get our loadout because there was just people camping the loadouts. Right. Now, yeah. it is a plus, though, like when that happens and they're camping the loadouts, that if you win your Gulag, you come back with your Gulag gun, which usually, for, the most, for most of them, are better than the ground loots that are on the ground. So you have a, a, a better opportunity to come back and get that guy that killed you if you're going back to the same spot. Unless you're jumping in with that top break. <laughs> the, so, the revolver where it's the, uh, the yeah, top break the, load. That thing shoots fast, but it's terrible. So just uh, before we get too far, what's your uh, first impressions, Brace, of the map itself? So the map definitely, I, I, it seems like it's bigger than Warzone as a, as a whole. Um, I feel like, you know, that adage or that, that uh, the thing your, your dad always said to you when you were a kid that I used to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow. Well, absolutely. There, there's no snow on this map, but I feel like I'm always running uphill. I can't tell you a time that I can remember going downhill. You know, it's, it's like no matter where you go, you have to run up a mountain, up a hill, up some rice paddies, you know, whatever else they got going on. And the terrain is terrible for driving. Like using a vehicle is not worth it at all. Absolutely. In this game. Unless you're a good airplane pilot. And I've, I've played with a couple guys that they'll land at the airport, grab the airplane and we'll land and, you know, start doing our things to get money and all that kind of stuff. And they'll show up once their airplane has been destroyed with, you know, 10, 12 kills or whatever, because they're in an airplane, just shooting people on the ground. Um, I feel like that aspect now there's the anti-take guns, you know, um, that you can use and combat that. But I feel like the airplanes are super overpowered and you, they can, they're a huge advantage if you are good at flying. I am not good at flying, so I stay out of them, but you can't shoot somebody. I've never seen, I've never seen anyone shoot somebody out of an airplane yet. I'm sure people have, um, and I'm sure there's videos online that I can find about it, but yeah. And you know, the airplanes are the only viable vehicle, but I don't, they're not viable for me cause I can't use them. And yeah, just what you said, the foliage, um, you're, you're climbing uphill. You all, you have, a, you have tons of trees you can hide behind and tiny bushes and rocks. So there's, there's tons of cover to, for you to escape if you're in a fight. But if you're trying to fight somebody, I can't tell you how many times I've lost battles because I thought I was shooting a person and it's just, a, it's a, it's a tree stump blocking me and I'm hitting a tree instead of the, the person. Right. You know, and that, that is one thing I've gotten away from a lot of fights where I think I should have lost because I was able to duck behind cover or duck behind a, a ridge or a trench. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the uphill, you know, that's the thing is I feel like I'm constantly Anakin Skywalker <laughs> because I'd never have the higher ground. Even when I have the higher ground and I'm shooting down on a, another team, there's another team that's third party in me from above. I mean, yep. I, I just feel like I have never had the higher ground in this game. Yeah, but, it's weird. The, the map is laid out weird, too, because you have the peak, which is a hot zone. But every other major area that you want to land is on the outskirts. There's no 
semi-middle area to land, in my opinion, that will have enough guns for a full team and money so that you can get your stuff. Now, there's buy stations galore. There's buy stations all over the map, which I think there's too many of them, to be honest. Um, right. And literally every game has a fire sale. I, I have not played a single game that hasn't had a fire sale yet. Yeah, 100%. So, so the buy stations are being camped. And um, it's just, it, it, yeah, it's, it's different. Like everyone lands on the outskir- outskirts and then you're running uphill half the time to get to the final circle. It just, it's, the map is nice. I think they did a good job of the map. They could, they could obviously cut, sat, cut down some trees and foliage, but, and some of the hills and make some more flatter areas. But I don't know. I, I, the gameplay of the map itself, I struggle with because it's not as, you don't get you don't get fair fights like you could in Warzone. I feel, I feel like the fighting is there's some one team always has the upper hand. So speaking of the peak, am I the only person that every time I go to the peak, I feel like I'm going to Doctor Evil's lair? <laughs> A little bit. Something about the way like that peak, that uh, but... that little stronghold is up there. I feel like it's like Doctor Evil or uh, oh, I can't think of what the guy's name is from The Incredibles. But uh, it feels like that is the Syndrome. perfect spot for, yes, I feel like that's the perfect spot for a uh, evil scientist. But uh, uh, 100%. But with that being said, uh, Nate, what's your opinions on the, on the new map? Um, I, I like it. You know, it's, it, it's so different that, you know, we can't just sit there and say, oh, it's just a reskin of Verdansk like they did in you know, Verdansk 84. Like, we're all expecting this great new map, and it's like, oh, no, we're just going to turn back time and make everything look like it was in 1984. <laughs> but now we have a freaking island, and not just, like, not like Rebirth Island. It's, you know, this is an island, and when you, you look at the terrain and, you know, heaven forbid, put some logic behind, you know, Call of Duty and, so, you know, in this uh, kind of realm, is that, you know, from my understanding, I'm no scientist or anything like that or geologist or whatever the uh, proper term is for here. You know, most islands are made from a volcano. So, yeah, this it makes so much sense to where you would have one giant peak in the middle and then everything else is on the outskirts on the flatter areas because that's exactly how people would take take an island. They, you, you establish the beachheads all the way around and then you kind of build in from there and you kind of go and then you go up to, to wherever the highest point is to make that, you know, your evil lair or a lookout point or observation area or whatever it is. So, uh, there's a, there's a whole slew of new challenges. You know, I think we've made that joke the first time we all jumped in, uh, going like, man, you know, running uphill both ways, you know, to, to get to loadout, you know? Um, so it's just so much more, uh, fun dynamics. I feel like on this map, uh, especially if you're trying to go, uh, downhill into, you know, to a loadout or whatever, or a, a buy station, there's way more opportunities for you to like, you know, feel like a, a, uh, a Red Bulls uh, stunt person and base jump off of something and just parachute your way all the way down to the, to the base point. But then you, then circle moves and you have to work your way back up the hill and then around and then back down again. Um, you know, yeah, I think uh, that's, the, I think that's one so of the ahead. best and worst things about this being a new map is not knowing the map, but also yeah. the fact that you don't know the map, everybody else doesn't know the map. You know, that was the hardest part for people True. who jumped into Warzone this year, was the rest of us knew where Walmart was, the rest of us knew where the 
the bar was. Everybody knew every little nook and cranny of Verdansk. So anybody trying to jump in a year later had a hard time. And, you know, Pacific is a brand new map. There's brand new ways to engage people. It feels like it should be a great map, but all of the engagements of being third party and stuff just make it hard. Uh, and, and just the foliage that allows for so many campers makes it hard. Uh, but, you know, to me, much like I said, whenever I first saw the trailer for this map, this just feels like Far Cry 3 to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> not not real easy it, to drive, but... but you can drive, you know, but it's just it, it feels like that. Just I mean, it's beautiful. The rich foliage is great, but it's just too much. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be able to snipe constantly, but it just feels like too much, you know. And I do like the fact that they had the Vanguard Royale at the beginning. So it actually, you know, allowed you to use Vanguard only guns so that people weren't just constantly running with the same meta from, you know, Verdansk. And so I hope they'll continue to do that and that'll stay in the playlist. Right. Yeah. I like that mode. I've only, I've actually only played that. I haven't played the, the other mode where I can use my other guns, but just because I've been enjoying those guns. You know, I don't even really care um, about the other guns. I just miss my heartbeat sensor. <laughs> There's a heartbeat there. They have heartbeat sensor in the game. Now it's a, it, it's on the ground. You can pick it up in just van, in Vanguard Royale. There is. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Interesting. I got one a couple days ago. Kind of like uh, kind of like Nate said, you know, there wasn't a heartbeat sensor in World War II. So I thought that it wouldn't be in Vanguard Royale. <laughs> Unless we were in the other, other mode and I just didn't realize it. Yeah, no, the and other I, mode had them littered around like glitter. So you oh, may have been, yeah. been in that. That's, that's the other thing I noticed that's an abundance of is plates. There's so many plates on the ground on this map. It's just, it's, it's just ridiculous. And money. Yeah, I'm rich money every time I play, dude. I got, I remember one day we were playing and every single guy on my team, we were playing quads. We had $50,000. <laughs> it's because right. Lola doesn't drop out the first circle now. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the thing. So talking about loadouts and the change of loadouts, you know, now that was always the first thing we did in Verdansk was, was get enough money to put together to get $10,000. And so I catch myself constantly. We'll have like $20,000 like, hey, guys, we have money for loadout. Let's go get loadout. It's like, oh, wait, it's still locked, you know, because it's locked until the end of the first circle. And then you don't get the free drop till the second circle. So it makes for such a different dynamic in the game. I like it, though, because of the fact that now people don't have their loadouts immediately. So you actually do get to fight ground loot for a while. Um, and, you know, I know Chad doesn't sound like he likes the... Uh, ground loot all that well but i i don't think it's terrible no i don't um, think it's all that bad uh, i there's a few guns that i like i like the um the owen gun the submachine gun owen gun that's, <coughs> that's a nasty little submachine gun i like yeah that too. the scope is terrible especially when you ads it takes up your whole screen but um it, it fires real nice um none of the ground loot snipers are worth worth using in my opinion none of the ground loot lmgs are really worth using either because of the bounce uh, yeah. I don't know. I just normally when I when I play, I, I'll get a um, I did. I told earlier um, they I don't know if you heard, um, but I my glitch was you remember back in the day when there was the guns were glitching. You had like Roblox looking Minecraft guns. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That was happening to me at the beginning um, with the STG. But now I don't have that. Now that glitch has been fixed and I don't have that issue. So 
I'll usually stick with the STG and some kind of submachine gun or, or honestly run two submachine guns. Nice. I know. I had the, the one gun glitch since I kind of uh, jumped in late on this part. The one I did have was with one of the scopes. I can't remember which one it was. Um, I had it on my bar and I brought it in and it was my entire screen was the ADS of the scope. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what? This, no, what is going on here? But as soon as I switched out the optics, it was fine. So I'm like, weird. What is going on? I think it was with the uh, the the it was the PU three to six X uh, optic that I had on my bar, and then I switched it out from that and put it on the like the ZF. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a three X or three and a half uh, zoom optic, and then it was fine after that. So I'm just scratching my <laughs> head, going, I don't understand this at all, but. Whatever works. Right. Well, hey, since so, we're on top of talking about optics right now, here's a here's a pro tip right now, especially with all the foliage. Um, thermal scopes are back. Use them. Really? Yep. A thermal scopes will light up a dude. I mean, granted, you, if they have cold blooded on, you 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 won't see them. But right, not right, enough people are using cold blood. People aren't using cold blooded still because they're using the other perks, the tempered or or the footsteps or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah. If you put a throw, 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 uh, thermal scope on any gun you use, and it's a game changer. Mm. Speaking of loadouts, what loadout are you grabbing when you get your loadout? Um, I fully load leveled up the MG42, the the first LMG you get in the game, and um, I've been using that one. I have a honestly a pretty meta build. Like I'll, I've had actually people asking me for my build because some of the reels that I posted. Um, the I I found a no recoil um, build for the LMG uh, the MG42, so I've been using that. I just put a thermal on there, so the the recoil is a little bit off because of the thermal. I think the scope I was using before was the, the one of the 3.5 times or the 2.5 times. I mean, um, one the one near the top, and that really helped on the recoil. But putting the thermal scope on there, the recoil is a little bit bouncier now, but it's still very manageable. And but honestly, this the build that I have it it just fires straight laser beams, and people were like, "Man, that thing's nuts!" So I've been using that, and I've been using the MP40 because that's the only submachine gun that I ever fully leveled up in Vanguard before the game came out. And that MP40 absolutely beams. So you know, it's a definitely yeah. a solid choice. I mean, in Vanguard, I, I noticed you could hit some long distance shots with mp40 i actually leveled up the type 100 all the way in vanguard before that so oh, that's nice. my smg of choice but I like that uh, gun. nonetheless that mp40 is an absolutely rock solid choice uh nate what are you uh, running with oh i got so the guns i fully kitted up before vent before caldera dropped was the m1 grand the bar owen and the 1928 which is i think is the thompson and I, I'm weird. I, I like the I like those setups, and I have a bayonet on my M1 Grand in hopes that I can uh, run somebody through with it. So, but I haven't been able to get close enough or been able nice. to sneak up on anyone just yet. But I, you know, fingers crossed. I got high hopes. Uh, but my M1 Grand hits pretty good. I, I'm really liking that. The bar hits really good. As soon as you put that 50 round magazine, the 40 rounds, uh, 50 BMG, 40 round mag on there. Oh boy, that 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 wrecks some people on that one. I love it. It's got some bounce to it, but it's a slow enough cycle rate where it's kind of controllable. So it's 
you know, it's more of like a, a heavy gun on a on a on a tank or whatever because it's the fifty caliber. It just kind of goes right. tongue, 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 and you can can time it a little bit better and do shorter bursts with it, and it does so much damage with that. I think oh, so it's that plus I think the armor piercing rounds I put on there or the FMG. I can't remember which ones, but that's it's right. a lot. That's a lot of fun. Uh, and that's actually the loadout I got my first win with was uh, was the Owen SMG and the the bar, and uh, that's uh, it was it was fun. That was great. Uh, my um, yeah, that Owen is it, it gets some. Uh, you have to get used to it. Um, I have I think one of the MK3 or the MK8 um, sights on there, so it's like a red dot LCD sight, if you will. And then one of the big box magazines that hangs off to the right side. That's it's like a sixty or sixty round mag or whatever on there, and that that one's uh that's fun to play with. Very yeah, nice. I really enjoy the ground loop Owen. Oh, this was my own personal build of the Owen, so it's it was fun. Yeah, honestly, the only time I've really played with the Owen was in Champion Hill, and I was never a huge fan, so I haven't messed with it much yet, uh, just because that magazine gets in the way so bad. Uh, but personally, I've been running with the Type One Hundred and the MG Forty Two or the Car Ninety Eight. Uh, again, there's not a whole lot of sniping ability in this game, so there's no point in having a long-range sniper. So the Car 98 is kind of that perfect little mix. Uh, but I need to level it up more. I haven't leveled it up much, so I need to take it into Vanguard a little bit more and level it up before I take it into Warzone more. But um, that's what I've ran with so far. But like 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 Chad said, I mean, that MG42, you can make it to where it's no recoil, and it absolutely slays. Like the dead gum time to kill with the MG42 is just ridiculous so it's uh been pretty fun to play with yeah i throw uh the incendiary rounds on mine just because i've gotten enough people with that that are like jumping through a window that i'll break them and then the fire will down them it's been pretty right. nice and fun yeah i've got the same thing that's one thing i love about vanguard is the fact that you can use one of every attachment you know we talked about that a lot back in the day when warzone first came out because you know, you'd have to take off an attachment that had nothing to do with another attachment uh, just to stay under the five max. And I love the fact that you can put on every single attachment. Uh, you know, it's almost, it makes it's it, almost too much, though. <laughs> it is almost too much. But, I, you know, I wouldn't mind taking off attachments if there was a reason. But because because you put on a uh, because you put on a, a suppressor, you had to take off your uh, grip. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. You know, so yeah. I'm glad they I'm glad they made that change, and you know it it makes for a lot more different builds. So uh, we'll see how that goes, but you know they may become may become overkill. I don't know, but uh, yeah. One thing I was wondering, well, how do you guys feel like? I know we talked about the gunfighting a little bit, and we talked about the you know the overall gameplay, but uh, I mentioned to Seth before you got on that I feel like my KD is way better. Like I'm I'm. On Warzone, I would average like five to six kills a game, but I'm getting like eight to 12 kills a game now, almost every game. Now there's some games that I have really good, really good games, and you know, I, on Warzone, I can get 20 or so every once in a while. My personal record right now is only 13, and I've done that at least four or five times. But I, do you guys feel like you're getting more kills or about the same? Nope. Um, I would say I am consistently getting moderate kill ranges in Caldera. Um, I would say in Warzone, you had games where you would go nada 
and you have games that you would go a lot. I mean, I know I had games where literally I didn't get a kill, and I'd have games where I went 19 in Verdansk. Um, and I feel like I'm consistently in the 6 to 9 range in Caldera. Um, but, you know, the thing about Caldera is, after that first circle, there isn't that many people left in the map, which yeah. doesn't make mm-hmm. a lot of sense. So it's hard to get high kill counts, like really high kill counts in Caldera like it was for Dansk, because you could see people so easily that you could move from one party to another and really get a kill chain going. And I think Caldera is harder to do that. So I don't think you'll see as high kill counts, but I think the consistent kill counts uh, is a little bit easier in Caldera because of, while you're still getting third partied, uh, I feel like you get separated on the map a little bit easier. And so, uh, you know, the other thing about Caldera is the fact there's so much money. So it's a lot easier to buy your teammates back. So it's a lot easier to get people back for to be able to get more Mm -hmm. kills. So while you may have more kills, your KDR may not actually be any better. True. Just to to throw that out there. I mean, not saying you per se, but. Yeah, I got you. No, I. See, I really feel like I am the uh, distraction or the meat shield of our team. So I tend to be the first one killed. <laughs> and so I feel like I'm about the same <laughs> as I was in Verdansk. Uh, like the, the first win we got, I, I, I gosh, uh, my, my bu- our buddy Sammy bought me back like five times. And I, it's just like every time I turn around, I'm just dead. I'm like, I, I, I'm about to throw my controller out. The- <laughs> yeah, sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't actually checked my record, so I can't confirm or deny my KDR is going up or not. I just feel like I'm getting more kills, and maybe that's because I'm on a controller and <laughs> the aim assist is helping. I don't know, but I've there's I've had a couple a couple games where you know I've I've fought like one v threes and you know one v twos and stuff like that that just seem to go in my favor way more than they would on Warzone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, I mean, honestly, there was a one time where the whole team died and I ended up, my whole team died and I team wiped the other team. You know, I mean, yeah, there was, there was one night that we were getting third party and I think I took out most of both teams uh, by myself, but uh, I wouldn't say that's a consistent thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. Caldera opens up the possibility for that because of the cover but I don't think that that's necessarily something you can say consistently is going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I just feel like personally for me, I've been able to crack on some kids a lot easier. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it to me too, with Caldera is I feel like, uh, you know, because of the cover, it's so much harder to kill people that I've been a lot more questionable about the shots I take because I don't know if it's worth notifying them of my position if I'm not going to have time to get, get them down. Yeah. I mean, if you're running the car 98, like you said, you've been running. I mean, I, I'm trying to get the car 98 leveled up decently enough to use, but you're not down in the guy in one shot anymore. So, no. and I mean, I assume maybe if you got a guy laying on the ground, not moving and you got a headshot perfectly on it would down him. I mean, that doesn't ever really happen. Right. You know, like that exact scenario. So like, I, don't, I, know, yeah, I, don't know. I know the other day I had a team moving across the airfield um, and we were taking shots or whatever, but they were still able to get into cover before we were really able to get on them. It just, 
there's some engagements that just haven't felt right. If that makes any sense, they haven't felt uh, they haven't felt anything like Verdansk as far as as far as the way they they take damage. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't hear footsteps in this game either. I don't know if you can, but I I can't hear people walking next to me at all. Like no, everything no... else is too dang loud. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's so many in-game explosions and airplanes flying above. It's very loud, but you can I can't hear footsteps ever. And that doesn't oh, ever man. help. That absolutely drives me nuts. The random planes that aren't even player controlled that start taking shots or making bombing runs, that crap drives me insane. Yeah. 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 And, and the, the bombing random run bomb- alone, I don't like the bombing run. That was cool for the final week of Verdansk, but the fact that they kept that now. And even if you're in a building, if you're in a building and you get a bombing run on you now, I don't know if you guys have noticed, it stuns you automatically if you're in the zone. So you don't. Like it will kill you if you're out in the open and you get hit by it. But like if you're in a building hiding because there's a bombing run about to land on you and you're in the red zone of that circle, you get stunned by it. Mm. And that didn't happen the first week. It came out that that little update of the bombing run came out for this little Christmas event. But uh, yeah, Yeah, that's a little frustrating. That was the thing, too. Like a week or so ago, we were like next to final circle in a house, got a bombing run on us and I got downed. And I was just Mm. like, how did I get down inside? I mean, we've taken PvP, but then added PvE to it. And I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, it's a war zone. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, and, and like Nate said, Vanguard and Warzone Pacific are just incredibly loud. I catch myself every time opening these games and immediately turning the, the audio down to 60%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, I know we touched talked about vehicles a little bit, and I feel like... Yes, they are very challenging to handle. They don't handle like, you know, the SUVs and the ATVs and all that that we were used to. And again, you're like you were able to take those SUVs and those uh attack rovers and the quad runner and all that and just bomb off the side of a mountain or go up the side of a mountain and you just drive those almost end in any direction. They they can go almost vertical. Here they can't even go up like a five percent incline without slowing down to like to to ten miles an hour. I'm like, what the crap is this? Um, the planes have a whole new challenging to it because I'm like, okay, can I? I want the the stick to be inverted when I get into it. You know, when I pull back, I go up, push down, I go down. That kind of thing, or yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? I mean, I've had some couple hilarious moments in the planes. (laughs) so but and then again to the noise level of it they're so the audio is so loud when you jump in is when they it's like when they added in the dirt bikes in the war zone they were (laughs) it sounded like a freaking you know motorcycle club driving down the freaking range that's what they sound like they sound like freaking um like uh, just 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 huge trucks driving down the road (laughs) i just recently discovered you can turn down the 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 music while you're in there too, the war tracks. I'm like, Oh, Hey, I didn't know you can do this, but you know, I was today years old when I found that out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm starting to notice that you can't really hear footsteps all that well. Um, with the constant planes flying overhead and bombs going off. It's just like, all right, like this is really war zone right now. <laughs> um, it's just nuts. I mean, I mean, I still, I'm a fan of the map. 
you know, it was to me, it's it's all the way different. They just like went, let's go complete opposite direction with this. And kind of touching on what Seth was saying about gunfights, it's like you it's you really got to be picking choosing your gunfights here and knowing can we win this battle doing it this way. Um, I feel like the the gunfights are more mid range weapons, mid to close range. Rather in in a in a Verdansk where it was all you know long to to mid range, and then you know once you got close, it was you were just toast, you know. And that's how it is with uh, Rebirth. I feel like on uh, on the on Rebirth Island, that's all close range the kind of stuff. You're not really uh, sniping very far from anybody. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Campers buy operator packs. They've designed this for campers. <laughs> so it's it's definitely well, not necessarily, but but uh, you know what I mean. It's it's a uh, you know close to mid range combat. They don't want people getting sniped. They don't want people to feel bad about themselves getting sniped from seven hundred yards away. So they've designed designed this game for them. Snipe somebody from that distance on this game because of the way the foliage is. No, not on this map, not at all. I'm just saying in Warzone Verdansk, you know, you could you could pop somebody like that, but people don't want to yeah. be popped like that, and people don't want to buy operator packs in a the game. They they're going to constantly get smashed in. So they're making it to where it's easier for people to have a good day, to where they <laughs> be more likely to spend money in the store. And so, you know. Caldera has answered that. Has it has it truly given us a, a clear war zone for clear engagements? Not really. Uh, and I hate like like you said about the vehicles. I think the operator even has trouble traversing these hills in Caldera. I mean, there's a lot of times I'm trying to get somewhere and I cannot get where I need to go. Yeah, there's a lot of rocks that make you think you can jump up them, but you can't. And some of the pathways are very unclear. Right. Yeah. I. I, I mean, I. Do I like it better than Verdansk as of right now? No, I don't think I do, but I don't, it's not, I'm not at the level like there. I know people and say what you want about the anti-cheat. I, I don't think it has worked that well. Um, I do know that there are a few people that I watch that don't play this game anymore. So I don't know if the anti-cheat affected that or not, or if they just don't like the game. Most of them all complain just about the game that they don't like it. I mean, it is, it is still very glitchy though. That's the other thing. Now there are some major glitches out there, but I know currently on both PlayStation fours and Xbox ones like myself. And this happened to me yesterday. I played a game last night. It was happening um, that the guns don't load anymore. So um, I'll be in loading screen. I'll pick up guns on the ground and, and when we're starting, get my load out, whatever. And my guns aren't there like no crosshair, nothing. And I just got to hope and pray that my spray hits them. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's a, that's a known problem right now on PlayStation four and on Xbox ones. I don't know if it's on the, the newer consoles. I don't know any, anybody on PC that's saying that's, that, that that's happened, but you know, there's a lot of people that are complaining a lot about this game and not playing it anymore. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, the overall consensus of like the big name streamers and content creators are happy or not just because I just haven't really paid attention because I personally am enjoying it and I don't want other people's maybe negative outlooks to affect mine. But I think overall I, I, I like it. It's enjoyable. There are definitely things that need to be changed, but there was something in Warzone that always needed to be changed. You know what I'm saying? Like there was never, I can't, 
maybe maybe the initial launch of Warzone, which was was still glitchy because of the way the servers were and stuff like that. So maybe the the first battle pass when that came out, like two or three months after Warzone started or something, I don't know. Um, that might have been the best time when there wasn't any glitches. I, I can't think of a time during, though during Warzone where people weren't saying, "Oh, this is messed up. The stim glitch is messed up," or people are going invisible, or there's gunners on the choppers. You know, I the the game is never with as much money as Activision, Blizzard, um, Ravensoft, whoever you know, whoever's in charge of it um, is making Sledgehammer. You know, I read an article a couple of days ago that said. Warzone has over five million dollars in microtransactions a day, um, and that was since Vanguard has come out. So, um, I, I mean, Warzone Pacific has come out, and I'm sure that that number probably was consistent to, throughout the year. So, I mean, people are dropping so much money on it; they're making so much money on this game that we've never had a fully complete product, even with regular Warzone. And I don't know if where we're at now is better or worse. Um, I think the thing is, it's still just so new to a lot of people that um, you can't really say it's better or worse yet. You know, I think we need to get a good hard month into it and um, really grind it out. But uh, yeah, there it's definitely, it's definitely what I expected um, in the sense of how it's being ran and managed by Activision. It's not standing out as being, the top dog, but Hey, it's also not battlefield 42, which is losing player base by the day. <laughs> um, battlefield what battlefield 2042 or whatever. He's oh, trying yeah. to make a joke. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. um, <laughs> And then the other big thing is um, PUBG in January is becoming free to everybody. So PUBG is really? the battle. Yeah. PUBG is the original battle Royale. First battle Royale ever made um, for this, for this new generation of gaming. Um, it came out even before Fortnite in January. It's free for everybody. So uh, that is, and that that has had a lot of updates and stuff in recent months that a lot of people are saying it's really good. There's a new battle royale that just came out called Superpowered or Superpower or something like that, where you're like a superhero and it's a battle royale, but you have guns and stuff like that. Stone Mountain played it today. Actually, it looked awesome. Um, that sounds pretty so, awesome. Yeah, it's and I ninety five percent sure it's free, but it's PC only. That's the only problem. Right now it's mm. PC only and it's only mouse and keyboard. Um, so there's that that's coming out. I mean, it's still it's a it's a great time to be gaming. You know, uh, they're still hinting and rumors that Halo is going to have a battle royale and that uh, Battlefield twenty forty two is going to have one. Who knows if that happens? But I think I really think that we need to see. And and for all everyone that's a content creator out there, we need to see Warzone taken down for a week or something, and they just need to fix everything that people are are struggling with. You know, the graphics, the guns not loading in, the the now there's a slide cancel glitch, there's a stim glitch supposedly that makes you run super fast now. I don't know if you guys saw that. So it's just it's just not it's not any better than it was before. You know, it's fully exactly what I expected it to be, and. The only thing is, I will say this, I haven't seen any hackers. I have not come across any cheaters yet. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <clears throat> so maybe Ricochet is actually doing his job. Like I said, people that I watch all the time that used to play this game a lot, they're not playing there right now. So maybe Ricochet did work. I don't know. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of people that I've watched that were really, really good in the sense of dropping 
20, 30 kill games a lot. And now they're getting wrecked and dropping eight, yeah. nine, 10 kills a game. So I think they're, uh, I think Ricochet did it, did its job in some respects. Um, I've heard a lot of people complaining about it and saying they've seen hackers, but I haven't seen one and yeah. I've played a lot. So, you know, I hadn't seen brace for streaming in a while either. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, I think we all know what's causing that problem. <laughs> yep. My Cronus and, and aim bots. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any last uh, thoughts on Caldera before we go? I think I just gave mine. Nate, are you, do you guys? Nate, about you? I'm like, what? Wait, what? I thought, you know, I thought there was an anti-cheat. Did they anti-anti the cheat? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> so, have you have you come across a hacker? You know, I'm going to claim they're hacking because I get killed instantly, like every time. Doesn't matter how many plates I have. So, I cannot confirm nor deny this fact. <laughs> <laughs> But it's definitely, it feels like people are, you know, I mean, just because I, th- I think it's just because I'm mad because I, I get killed all the time and I'm not afraid to, 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 to say it out loud because you know what, this is every, every squad needs that, that meat shield and I'm that shield. But yeah, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I am not a hundred percent sure if I've come across uh, a hacker at all in in any way shape or form but i have seen some i uh, definitely in verdance i've seen some very suspicious gameplay when i watch the kill cam i'm like mm, how could you see me there like how did you know i was right there or how did you snap to me so fast i'm like this is highly suspicious behavior here and i think that's what i come across a lot is just like how can you see me there like what's going on all right but uh yeah, it that the gun glitch where the gun doesn't load in when you get your loadout or pick up certain guns, uh, I experienced that like all the time. I started experiencing that in Verdansk even towards the end, the other end of the end of days of Verdansk, and I was getting oh, wow. experiencing that glitch. I'm like, what is going on here? This is so frustrating. And um, uh, and then just the uh the like the graphics not loading in like the all the um detail or you know it's just nothing's loaded i had discovered a fix for for that part for the terrain not loading in properly or in all that um it was disabling uh, a streaming tech streaming texture package that's what it was to, to disable that on the console at least and that definitely uh so far it seems like it's been working pretty good nice very nice do you have any last thoughts on on Kaldar or where, where you want to see it go Oh man, it it's like, I mean, I mean, above all, I really like it because again, it's a hundred percent different from Verdansk. You know, we went from like a city, you know, the outskirts of towns, like neighborhoods, apartment buildings, now to straight up jungle and 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 mountains and actual terrain you have to traverse. It's uh, I I like it. I really do. I actually it, I. I think you know, Seth and I, those first days we jumped in, we were having a blast playing because it was just like, this is nuts. This is, you know, this is brand new. This is a lot of fun. I'm, this is what it used to be like. We were having a f- so much fun, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so uh, pretty soon it's people going to figure out how to make it sweaty. So, but in, enjoy that while it lasts, I guess. Um, where <laughs> I like to see it go, uh, 
Man, I really do actually enjoy some of the special events they do. Like this Christmas, uh, the Christmas thing they have going on, I thought it was kind of neat. The whole Krampus, you know, love it or hate it, it's a definitely a uh, a different uh, a thing to chase you down with. Because I know I was playing with Sammy and we were jumped in duos and we had Krampus uh, chasing us you know, while we're trying to drive in a Jeep. So that was kind of fun. Nice. Very nice. But, um, yeah, it's uh, you know when it comes to glitches and everything, it's I feel like when they fix one thing, they break five others. <laughs> no doubt, it's just, it's, yep. it's always a never-ending cycle, and I don't think it's ever going to be a hundred percent perfect. Because there's going to be something somewhere someone's going to complain about because maybe a door is floating or whatever, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you know, I th- I think that's what I I hope to see as they move forward with Caldera. Whether we get some uh, relief fires to to burn off some of the additional foliage or or something, uh, just to open up the map a little bit. Uh, but you know, I think Caldera is a great fresh opportunity, and I look forward to seeing how it progresses in the in the months to come. You know, and I think it's going to be especially about how the the weapons are balanced because I think the weapons are balanced great for Vanguard, but I don't know that they're that great for Warzone. So get some of the time to kills a little bit right and uh you know i think there's always going to be improvements but i'm very happy to see caldera and see where we're headed with warzone pacific but uh with that that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the ethereum gaming podcast so if you will be sure to head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review that'll help us uh, to reach more people with this podcast and uh you know if you want to join the conversation be sure to head over to ethereum gamers uh, group on facebook and uh, tell us what you think about Caldera, and tell us how uh, Brace really needs to fix his MG42 correctly. So, uh, <laughs> but until then, Brace, what, what are you going to be playing? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'll. I don't know if I will be playing anything tonight, um, just because I got to get some stuff done for my in-laws coming to town. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing uh, Warzone and, or yeah, I guess it's still called Warzone Pacific. And uh, Halo, I've been grinding out the campaign of the Halo uh, Halo Infinite, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I kind of wish the co-op was available now because it'd be nice to play with somebody else. But um, for when it's just me 100%. and I don't have anything else to do, when I don't have anything else to do, it's been good. It's been fun. Right. Yeah, that's one thing disappointing. I still have not played the Halo campaign just because I'm really kind of holding out for co-op. But I may have to dig into it a little bit over the next week. Uh, what yeah, about you, I mean, Nate? It's worth it. It really is. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm definitely. Uh, you know, Vanguard, Warzone. I've been playing that. I've been. You know, here's the funny thing. We're talking about campaigns and story modes. Normally, I had this thing where I had to do. I had to finish the story mode of a game before I jump into multiplayer. That was like a rule I had for myself when I was first playing Call of Duty and all that. But when Vanguard Vanguard came out, I just jumped straight into the multiplayer. I have I had I have little to no interest in doing the campaign on the, of that game whatsoever. I'm just, I'm like uh, I don't know why. I'm just just I played a little bit of it and just not like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to go grind out my guns. So that's going in. But however, I really do want to jump into the Halo campaign cuz that's you know my like the, the original Xbox like feels right there. Like I really want to jump into that cuz it's that's all I did, you know, when the first yeah. one came out. And it was so, so much fun. And that's another thing I, you know, I keep neglecting is grinding out the uh, 
um, the uh, the battle pass for, for the or the season four for Halo for Halo multiplayer because I mean it was very difficult in the beginning to to kind of level up, but I've been reading a lot of stuff and seeing some posts where they've changed a lot to where it's actually they made it easier to to actually level up through that program through through their battle pass. Yes, they have. So mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. That, those first few days we played, I think it would take a whole night to get one rank. And then the last oh time gosh. I played, I think I got like four or five ranks in the one night. So yeah, it's made, made it a little bit better. But well, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good point. I don't think I've even touched the Vanguard campaign. I really need to dig back into that, too. Um, I'm sure I if I can just... My computer. Right? Yeah, that, that hasn't worked out too well. <laughs> I'm sure if I can just jump into Caldera this week, I'll be... Uh, be doing better than than I have been, so I hope to jump into Caldera and hope to jump into a little bit of that Vanguard campaign. I'm also really tempted to download Far Cry Six this week, so I'm sure it'll be a big week in gaming, regardless of, of what happens. Nice. But uh, until next week, uh, we hope to see you online. So we'll catch y'all later. See you. Have a good one. Have a good night, guys.